the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, where Justin in his leotards was able to get the studio ready for the podcast where you can call in. So listen, this is going to be one of the few times, because I am pressing hard here after Christmas. I'm, I want to do this out of the cigar store, where I could smoke the way it was supposed to be. We'll have guests. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. You basically have three more shows you can call into. So figure it out. If you want to call in, now is the time. Because I have to tell you, I'm going to listen to all the bullshit coast-to-coast hosts with their big clown heads and their makeup and their pandering and their party sales pitch and their chipstick ass-kissing shows and talking points. I don't do that shit, and I am never going to do it, okay? So on my way in, I'm in the sewer that they've destroyed my hometown, my home state. And I'm listening to all the impeachment talking point propaganda. Here's the thing you got to understand, and this is it. And I'm not going to just say I was right in the beginning. Congress people are detached, arrogant, self-absorbed, self-righteous assholes who think people care what they think. You understand? They don't understand how real men and women look at these pseudo-intellectual bullshit artists. Like Lauren Underwood doesn't even live in the frickin' state. Or little princess, daddy's little boy, Sean Caston, Or our own idiot, uh, what's his name, Adam Kinzinger, with his jumpsuit on. They don't understand that when real people look at them, it's with contempt. It's, I, it's only through the decency of an example of my own daughter I don't spit in your face when I've been forced to be around these two-bit Western Avenue car salesmen. So to think that people care. Oh, we're going to impeach the president, and uh, he's violated the Constitution. Every law you write is a violation of the Constitution. Every tax you impose is an example of legislative tyranny. Your entire agenda of how to restrain the citizens, how to corral and coerce people into capitulating to your social engineering is unconstitutional. So take your opinion and crumple it up. Don't fold it because it won't hurt as much. And shove it in your ass, you pseudo-intellectual fraud. And just because you're old and drunk like Nancy, don't think anybody looks at you with anything but contempt. So I don't give a shit 
what Congress does. How about that? And all you've done is take the only thing with less respect than the presidency is Congress and pit it against the presidency. And you're shocked that you've solidified party politics and cult thinking? Is anybody shocked? I see Twitter all the time. I'm on it. You can follow me, too, by the way, if you want to. Sean from EP. And I, I've been listening to this bullshit from morons, how if you criticize a policy by a Trump, you're another Trumper. And I always think about things when I hear them. Well, what's the opposite of that? An always Trumper? Then you're a cultist. And you're too stupid to have your own thoughts and your own reasoning. And you know, all that's going to get you is a radio show. That's not going to get you any correct answers or any principled or fundamental beliefs. That'll get you a radio show, but it isn't going to get you anything in your own intellect. And that's what life is. It's about bettering yourself. So at the end of the day, you've taken advantage of the freedom you're supposed to have. I know you don't have it. But when I look at these morons cheering policies without thought, cheering agreements that they haven't freaking read. Do you know how stupid you sound? Dear friend of mine comes in the, the uh, cigar store touting the, the, the bill, the, the, the phase one, and at this next breath, the MCA. I said, did you read them? No. Proud as a peacock, I didn't even get, did you read M out of my mouth? No. But they told me it was good because he listens to Rush Limbaugh. He listens to Hannity. He listens to all the coast-to-coast pom-pom girls. That's who he's listening to. So he's too lazy to read it and just stupid enough to accept it. And that's how you know, listen to me, you better focus on yourself and positioning yourself to weather the storm. We got a call. I love the calls. Bob in Buffalo Grove. Thanks for calling. How are you, buddy? Uh, how you doing now, Sean? Uh, uh, I came across some house prices that just really caught my attention. It was about 10 years ago. My wife was trying to pressure me to move into a senior retirement center uh, in um, brand new uh, home price, you know, home construction. All right. And I took a look at it, and I go, ah, I really, you know, have misgivings about this. Well. Uh, just this week, um, I found a house in one of the um, um, retirement areas. Yeah. Uh, and it was one that uh, a friend had purchased. The house is now selling for $50,000 less than they paid for it 10 years ago. So, Bob, can I tell you something? I feel like I know you, right? We've talked. A yeah, few, we've yep. talked a few times. We've talked before. I've, I've we've met, met at the Freedom Summit, and I met you at the Freedom Summit. So I, I like to listen to things people say. I'm not one of these hosts who just waits for you to stop talking and then I spew talking point bullshit. So let's do this. Yeah. Why would your wife want you to go into a retirement home? Well, it was she wanted a um, for you and um, her, or is she tucking you away? You know, one of these, you know, what senior living centers that have a uh, ranch style. Uh, oh, I know the Del Webb bullshit. That yeah. Was, yeah, and I, currently I'm in a, a two story, you know, home. And, yeah, but is um, this your current wife? Yeah, this is my wife, my uh, old, one and only wife. Oh, but she wants to go with you to the Del Webb. 
Yeah, she wants to get out right to the Dalwab. Yeah, right away, right away. I thought it was like some young girl that you married. No, because I no. know you're a debonair, handsome guy who's got yeah. a little money, and I don't want you to have some stripper take advantage of you, <laughs> tuck you away in an old people's home, and she's having a party. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. But yeah. that's number one. Number two, if you're going to go into an assisted living retirement, you have to understand what I do, brother. This My, is not assisted. This no, was just you know the Del Webb. Just the Del Webb. You are so much better off, Bob, protecting your money. And going to a state that is on the upswing, brother. And I don't care. Yep. I don't care if it's Texas. I don't care if it's Phoenix. I don't care if it's my favorite place with two oceans, Florida. But you got to do that. And you want to know something about? I'm going to tell you. When when I first started, I've been involved in Florida real estate for 30 years. Okay, but I have been selling and practicing my real estate, my retail real estate business for five years. One of the main things people don't understand is that the the quality of your life, Bob. As opposed to this bullshit weather, the bullshit over-persecution of your money, the quality of your life actually translates to eight years on average. Did you know that, Bob? You live eight years longer in Florida than you do Illinois, if you just statistically. So, brother, you got to take care of yourself. I'm gonna, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing radio, but I'm going to need you calling. And another hey, thing, what the, Bob, show your what, wife uh, what how was to Go ahead. What was this? Um, you may remark you said three more t- times more. Is that just for this year? That's no. Well, th- I'm going to try and get this show put into my cigar store. We have to put cameras. I got to pick a spot. I want to do it at the cigar store. I want to smoke cigars. I want mm-hmm. guests to come in and I interview them. You have to understand, Bob. What I'm doing though is not popular, because what yeah. I'm what I'm doing, Bob, I'm basically pointing out the failures of our government. I don't like Republicans. More than I don't like Democrats because the Republicans pretend they're your teammate and then they screw you. And to me, you know what that is? That's a scumbag. I can take an opponent better because he's saying, no, I think you're wrong. Now we can have an honest debate. But when you get a Republican who tells you what he wants to tell you just to get your confidence and then he screws you, that to me is the lowest form of humanity on earth. So that's where I align with. And that's why, quite honestly, Bob, you know, how am I going to uh, do a, a regular show when they want you to fluff Republicans? I can't do it. So listen, Bob, thanks for listening. And once yep. once again, then you introduce your wife to the inflation calculator and really show oh, yeah. how much that property lost. Thank you, Bob, for calling yeah, the show. Take care. All right. Bye, bye now. We got calls here, kid. Tom, Deer Park, how are you, brother? Hey, good morning, Sean. Uh, in, enjoying uh, watching your, your podcast. Thank you. I got a as face for a podcast. You... you know, most of these radio guys have these big balloon heads. When I see them, I want to order a taco out of their face. I don't want to talk to them. But me, God has blessed me. But go ahead. So, so to your point, you, you know, you were talking about people that you, you've either met in person, you've had on your show, or, or that are on Twitter yeah. that have very strong opinions about things. And, and I just want to – I do this when I meet people. I would say it on your show. There's many, many polls out that one-third of Americans, about 33%, can name the three branches of the federal government, okay? So I'll, I'll be in a discussion with somebody, and they're very adamant and very passionate, and they've watched Fox News and listened to talk <clears throat> radio and for hours and hours and hours, and they're very sure and they're very passionate. And then I kind of slide it in. That one third of Americans can name the three branches, which means about sixty percent can't, and I can't, it's rather embarrassing to them. But I've elicited it. There's- what happened to Tom? 
Oh, uh, what happened? Did we drop Tom? Tom, I'm sorry we lost you. It was your connection. But here's something, you know, he, he spurred what I wanted to let him in on. These people are good people. Listen, I'm related to these people, all right? My wife and her brother, and I'll tell you a quick story. The reason, well, there's a, there's a couple things, but the reason that they they do this and they become cultists is because they want to believe the best. Those are people that see the best in people. And they they look at somebody and they know right away whether they like them or not. And they are they have their confidence. That's why when a scam artist is called a confidence man. Once he has your confidence, he's got you. And now he just has to figure out what it will take to separate you and how much of your money. But that's because people are good. Not bad. I'm not one of these people who thinks people are bad. I watch my wife and her family. They love Trump. You've got to understand something. I'll tell you a quick story. My brother-in-law called me yesterday, kid. He just got back from Durrell in Florida. My brother-in-law is a wonderful guy. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I have been so blessed. My wife's family, half the time I get along with them better than I do her. They are absolutely phenomenal people. Okay? Calls me, and he sounds like he's 10 years old. He's a little kid. He's in Durrell over the weekend golfing. He's a golf fanatic. He's like a two. And he's great. At, you know, I mean, obviously, if he's a two, he's great. And he's on the tee box, and he sees Secret Service guys. He's like, what the hell is going on now? He, in his hopes, you know, he's like a kid that wants Walt Disney to be walking on. Well, it isn't Trump. It's his son, Eric. And Eric Trump comes up to him, and he says, you know, we have a tea time. We're in front of you, but we, it took us a little while to get together. We have this, you know, entourage we have to do. So we don't want to hold you up. Why don't you play first? And my brother-in-law is like, buddy, you don't have to explain anything. This is your golf course. I would be happy to wait for you. So they start talking, and it turns out he's a wonderful kid. So my brother-in-law now is, is solidified in his absolute and total trust because he feels the people he likes have been persecuted wrongfully, which they have. You cannot look at what's happened to Donald Trump and say that the, that the, the onslaught of criticism and abuse is warranted. It's not, except on the issues. And that's where I try to say, why can't we just like things we like when the policies agree with the fundamentals and principles we're supposed to have, reject things we we know are against them and it becomes an emotional war and there's no other word for it it's a war and the problem with it is is that you're chastising when you're part of this cult you're chastising the people who were voices in the original rejection of obama I laugh when I'm criticized. And look, nobody likes to get criticized. I mean, you know me. I like to fight, though. That's my thing. I love it. But ultimately, the way that I solve it and the way that I keep these friends and the way that I stay married, I said, but you didn't like this when Obama did it. And that for a minute, when they hear that name Obama, it's like a cold water in the face. Makes them think, well, wait a minute. Holy shit. I didn't like it when Obama did it. And then you can go through the, the litany of, here's where Trump is brilliant. I love his anti-imperialism policies. And then you talk about what we're facing in the Afghan papers that is an amazing scandal 
of which the American people have been built out of at least a trillion dollars and have been lied to for over a decade by military ink. Military ink. It's not the U.S. military. It's military incorporated. And let me tell you something, honey. Profits are booming. Kids' lives, Americans, are being shattered. Suicides. No one talks about it. How come they don't talk about it? Did it go away? Remember when Obama was president? 22 guys a day killing themselves. Did that stop? What happened? It still goes on. All the scandals. So it's selective, selective propaganda by an administration. Ironically, who is detached from the president's own wishes, showing that that system of corruption is bigger than Donald Trump. Now, do me a favor. If you're going to listen to this program, and I don't say that freaking swamp bullshit, because you don't get to claim to be draining the swamp when no president has hired more lobbyists in the history of our government than Donald Trump. Okay, So don't give me that lily pad swamp bullshit as if he's hovering above it. When you've got Roger Stone and Paul Manafort as your original cohorts, scumbags beyond, the, beyond comprehension. So remember, you don't know him. He may be wonderful. His family looks wonderful under the circumstances. And they're down-to-earth billionaires. Good. This is what I, I've always been amazed at, the separation in, in the mindsets of my friends. I was lucky to go down to the Mercantile Exchange as a runner. Not some trust fundy, fund baby. I didn't kiss somebody's daughter who was worth millions and millions of dollars. I earned my shit. And I had to learn it. But what you learn when you're a kid is everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time, to quote an old saying. We're all the freaking same with minute differences. Those differences aren't necessarily obvious, but they're intellectual. If you aspire to be better than you are today, you work on that shit. You don't buy a lottery ticket and hope you hit the billion dollars. You work on it. You figure it out. You work hard, and sometimes you don't get it. But the money is what you don't get. You get the improvement because it's intangible. It's within you. And if you're going to fix anything in this country, really fix it. You're going to learn how to separate principles and fundamentals from cultism. You're never going to catch yourself calling somebody a never person because what that means is you're an always person. So when somebody calls me a never Trumper when I see it on Twitter, all it says to me is the person writing this is a fucking idiot. That's all you are. You're a fucking idiot. Because if you can't see the fraud, if you can't see the manipulation, if you can't see the collectivism, then you're a moron. Because this is what it's all about. I can say with absolute confidence, Donald Trump is a bigger collectivist than Barack Obama, a socialist. <gasps> How could you say that? Because we've got a president that has the audacity to want to control every single item, every widget, big and small, from country to country. Everyone demonizes China. Then why in the hell did you put 100%? Are you threatening? Did you already increase 28% tariffs on imported cheeses and wines? Now you're going to do 100%. I'm American. You don't even know what the fuck that means. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm swearing a lot today. I know. But I, I, I'm, I'm fed up with it. Bullshit. I'm fed up with the inability for people to understand. You're at war, not with 
Democrats, you're at war with Republicans, goddammit. Larry Kudlow comes on. Scam artist that he is. Justin. Justin, I think the phone's ringing, kid. Larry Kudlow comes on. And he's touting phase one. And he's touting the forced ordering of Chinese people, or the government, whatever, I know you hate them, to buy ethanol. You realize what ethanol is, a scam that we've been paying for for 50 goddamn years? Ethanol? And you're cheering. Hey, look it. He got, a, he got the Chinese to say they'll buy this ethanol bullshit. Instead of fighting for the subsidized, lobbied, special interest scam ethanol is. So if you can't destroy this pay-to-play government under the guy you told me is such an outsider and he's draining the swamp, then when the frick are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? You can't do it now? Then you don't want to do it. Then you just want to put your head on like some dimwit and pretend you're part of a mob. You want to be a mobster? I always, listen, I grew up, I, I, I get it. Then let's go in the parking lot. Let's figure it out. I'll take my ass kicking, but it'll take more than one of you. And it's even that same way, only this time it's intellectually. It's not physically. Intellectually, you're tying yourself in knots. It's intellectual yoga. Larry Kudlow, a supposed capitalist. Uh, Stephen Moore, an ex-capitalist. You're selling collectivism, man. You're selling Keynesianism. Money, pay-to-play, special interest kickbacks. And you're telling me that's conservative, you lying piece of shit? Now, I'm sure they're great guys. Love to have a steak with them. Really. Let's go to the chop house. We'll laugh. We'll see who did better in the 80s and 90s. Okay? Let's do all that. But don't come out and tell me you're, you're leading a party because what they're doing is the same thing the Democrats are doing. You're too stupid for your own life, and they must coerce you. They must control you, and they must force you. Why do you accept the tyranny of one party over the other instead of rejecting it all? You got one life. One. It's not about money. It's not about possessions. It's not about your yearly income. It's about who you were when you lived, what you stood for. I, I had an uncle, greatest human being in the planet. Honest. Owned an auto parts store. My grandfather's. People would come in. He could. He had a hard time paying bills. He, they tried to unionize him when he was big. All the bullshit. He needed money more than anybody. A woman would come in. Husband bought her this car before he died 10 years ago. She's been to seven places. Never had a bill under $2,500. I want you to think about this. this is 1988. Never had a bill under $2,800. You know how much money that was back then? He's listening to her talk about how she presses the brake and the horn goes off. Tail lights don't work. All this stuff he's listening to her. He goes in the back. He grabs a little carton. Walks out with a screwdriver like a pirate in his mouth. Takes off the body by Fisher. There's a body fuse in there. Pops it in. He tells the lady, give me 84 cents. She cries like a baby. Cries like a baby. She's been taken advantage of by seven people. He was smart enough to know exactly what it was. A fuse. A body fuse. He could have taken her for the ride. He could have replaced the fuse, put the car in back for three days. He could have pulled a scam. He needed $800, $500. Could have done it, but he said no. It's more about me and my integrity, my honesty. What I know is right, what I know is wrong. 
We don't have that anymore, man. You don't have it anymore. To me, that was the richest son of a bitch on the planet. And I worked with billionaires. Billionaires. The richest guy in the world was a guy that couldn't pay his monthly bills. Because he was rich in his integrity. He was rich in his fundamentals, in his principles. That's rich. You don't have to live in a mansion. You don't have to get sprayed by the ocean. You've got to have your dignity and yourself and your reason. Your reason. Listen to these people. They can't reason. Nobody can tell me why the President of the United States has the kind of power he has when they want him to control the society. But the same President doesn't have the power to get us out of Afghanistan when he says it. Doesn't have the power to back off troops in the Middle East when he says it. Why? Why? Because when it, gov- when it benefits the government abuse of your liberty and your freedom, they're all in. That's time for you to reject it. When it goes against the money they need, then they ignore him. He doesn't have that power. We're not even at a declared war, goddammit. This is, this is a, we're in this boat not because of scum as politicians. They've always been there. We're in this boat because the citizens let them get away with it. That's why you're in this boat. You're in this boat because, you know what? You're going to get chanted to today. You're going to get echo chamber radio. Economy is the best thing that ever could be. It's the best that's ever been. Then why have you cut the rate three times? Why have you pumped in quantitative easing? Why is the repo market spending $100 billion a night? Why? Because it's a freaking lie. So when these clown heads come on and tell you the economy's good... Have them explain why. The numbers they rejected under Obama are the numbers that Trump is using. He just, they're just going in, the, in a direction because more people are on the tit of society. And then when they say Trump cut 7 million people from, uh, from food stamps, he did a great thing. But you know what he did? They're double bangers. Those are people like in Illinois when you, you're a politician get two pensions. They were getting twice the amount of food stamps. They were just applying for it twice, so he eliminated the double bang. You didn't change them getting off food stamps, though. They're still on it. Read the goddamn words before you accept things. In phase one, little knick-knack, paddy-whack, give your tyranny a bone. That's all this shit is. Like Obamacare. Doesn't that sound wonderful? It seems to have increased rates 400%, quadrupled my, my deductible. And since it's been implemented, seized $155,000 for me. That's, isn't that freaking great? What the hell's wrong with you? And by the way, if, you, if you're not paying it the way I am, don't worry, your company is. Somebody is, or your neighbor is. And look at how comfortable we are as Republicans living with socialism when we're on the nipple. Huh? All you people on Social Security, how does it work? How does Social Security work? It's a freaking Ponzi scheme. That Bernie Madoff should be given an, the Nobel Economic Peace Prize instead of put in prison for if Social Security works. Pull your head out of your ass. Why does everybody get to send their kid to school? Huh? Why? And then the, the conservative answer is a voucher? Well, why the hell does that little son of a bitch get anything? He's just going to grow up and break my freaking windows. Well, his parents pay for him the way I paid for my kids. Socialism doesn't get along with you. It metastasizes and kills you. It is the quicksand of tyranny. Listening to the show, how many times they got to do a commercial for Venezuelans. How'd they get there? What are freaking socialists? Oh, you mean like, like we are? 
Well, no, no, no. They don't have an endless printing scheme like the Federal Reserve. You know, the one that Trump says, what the hell are we paying people who save money for? We should charge them? You mean like negative interest rates that conservatives laughed at? Yeah, now they like it. Pull your head out of your ass. I'm sorry, is that too real? You know, maybe I should have got on the phone calls. Maybe I should have got the, the talking points that the White House issues every day. Because that's how most talk shows hosts do their show. Did you know that? Yeah, the, the White House releases talking points for friendly press. And then the, they coordinate, and this is what they talk about. And here's the average moron putting lipstick on that pig and, and saying, isn't it a pretty pig? It's a championship pig. Give it a blue ribbon. See, there's a day after Trump. All of these hosts, what are they going to do then? Because I'm going to tell you what. If any one of these Trump fluffers bashes spending and debt, bashes control of the citizen, bashes control of business and ebb and flow of economy, after Trump's gone, I'm going to slap him in the face if I can get to him. Because that's what they advocate on their shows today. You stand for one thing in your life. That's your integrity. Nobody's going to put money in your casket. Nobody's going to care if you really got the system by putting your eight kids through public school. You have to live and look at yourself as a man and understand the difference between freedom and society controlled by an oligarch, a government. We mirror these corrupt European oligarch-run countries far more than we mirror the America we learned about and we, we love. We're closer to Yugoslavia. We're closer to the Ukraine. We're closer to Russia than we are to America back in 1953. And it isn't because of trade policies, dimwits. It's because of the citizen, the integrity. That's all. And that's why you'll never hear me on a regular show. But we're always going to have a podcast. These people of 560 have been so good to me, have carved out this space. We're talking about increasing this podcast to maybe more days. We're talking about bringing it to the, to the cigar store where you can come and sit there. You know what? I'm a selective taste. I'm not going to sell to the masses. And you know what? I'm proud of that shit. I'm proud. Because if those morons like my dear friends and my family who like putting their Caddyshack hat on and banging their tambourine like Harry Krishna's, think what I'm saying is bad, then I know I'm right. You just remember, after Trump's gone, I'll be saying the same shit. Don't you dare if you put that Caddyshack hat on. I have had a great time. I feel much better about doing the show now, and uh, I do have to go and operate my other businesses because I practice what I preach. By the way, HighTideCream.com. It's my new venture, and i got to tell you something. I've had several, several sales. I have not had one person that bought it that didn't love it. And I've got half of them have reordered it. HighTideCream.com. Everybody's doing CBD, right? CBD, CBD. No, no, no. What I did is I researched it. I hooked up with a lab. Best there is. They extract the entire hemp hemp plant. They don't just put a dab of CBD in a vat like all these other con artists. Mine is CBD. The hemp oil, it is a PCR derivative. The benefits of the organic plant itself are far more than the CBD. I do that in an aloe plant. 13 other essential oils and botanicals. 
Listen to me. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. In the weather, I'm 52 years old. I feel I, I look good. I feel better when I put it on. And I like to remind men, you know, uh, body cream is more for, for for use than your private area. You can put it all over. And the women love it. So if you ever want to stop watching porn in your basement, put it on your face. Make yourself a handsome devil. Go out there. Hightidecream.com. How's that for a commercial, kid? Couldn't run that on regular radio. I've had a great time, but I have to go to work. Thank you so much for listening.